Chapter 28 of Finnish Legends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Fanu Jahangiri. Finnish Legends by R. Iwent. Kullervo's Life and Death. When Kullervo hastened off, before Almerinen should come home and find out what had happened, and after he was at a safe distance, he began to play upon the buckle he had made until Ilmerinen ran out of his smithy to see what it could be, and there before him in the courtyard Ilmerinen saw the body of his wife and learned what had happened, and he sat down and wept bitterly, for all the joy of his life was now gone from him. But Kullervo hastened on, and as he went he mourned his hard lot. When he had gone a little way, he met an old witch on the road, and she asked him whither he was going. I shall journey to the dismal northland answered Kullervo, that was later wicked Untamo, who has killed all my kinsfolk. Then the witch said, Thou art wrong, for thy father and thy sisters escaped from Untamo's vast, and now thy mother has joined them, and they are living happily together on the distant borders of Kalevola. And then Kullervo begged her to tell him the way to them. She did so, and he hastened off to find them. At length he reached his parents' abode, but at first they did not recognize him. But when he spoke to his mother, she knew him at once, and embraced him, and kissed him, and made him welcome in his new home. And then they related to one another all that had happened. In the years they had been apart, and his mother ended by saying, Praise be, O Ko, that thou hast come back to us, but there is yet one absent one, thy elder sister, strayed away many years ago, hunting berries on the hills, and we have never seen or heard of her since. So Kullervo settled down to lay with his parents, and began to work with the others. The first day they all went out to fish for salmon, and Kullervo was put at the oars to row their boats. Then he asked whether he should row with all his strength, or only a little part of it, and they told him that he could not pull too hard. So he put forth all his giant's strength, and in a minute the boat was all broken to pieces. His father said, I see that thou art too clumsy to row. Perhaps thou wilt do better to drive the salmon into the nets. And Kullervo asked again whether he should use all his strength, and he received the same answer as before. So he set to work beating the water to scare the fish into the net, but he beat so hard that he mixed all the mud on the bottom with the water and pounded the salmon all to pulp and destroyed all the nets. Then his father saw that he was not fit for such work, so he sent him off to pay the yearly taxes. Kullervo did so, and after he had paid them, he started off in his sledge to drive home again. He had not driven far when he met a lovely maiden, whom he asked to get into his sledge and come with him to his home and marry him. But she made fun of him, and he drove off in anger, and when he had driven still farther, he met another maiden, still more lovely than the first, and this one he at length persuaded to get into his sledge and come home with him and marry him. But when they had driven along for two days to Arzinson, the maiden asked him about his kinsfolk, and he told her that he was Kalervo's son. No sooner had the maiden heard this than she gave a great cry of anguish and cried out, Alas, then thou art my brother, for I am Kalervo's daughter, who wandered off one day to pick berries and never returned. And with these words she jumped from the sledge and hastened weeping to a river nearby. There she plunged beneath the icy waters and was never seen again alive, but her lifeless body floated down to the black river of Tuani.
But Kullervo unharnessed his steed from the sledge and galloped off home, and there related to his mother all that had occurred, and how he had unknowingly been the cause of his sister's death. And when he had finished his story, he added, Woe is me that I did not die long ago, but now I must hasten off to gloomy Paujola, there to slay the wicked Untamo, and myself to be also slain. Having said this, he also made ready his armor and ground his broadsword until it was as sharp as a razor. But before he went, he asked his father and brother and sister and mother if they would grieve when they heard of his death. And all but his mother told him that they would never sorrow over the death of such an evil fellow. But his mother alone said that, in spite of all the evil he had done, her mother's love was still strong, and that she would weep over him for years to come. Thereupon Kudervo went forth on his journey to the icy northland, but before he had gone far, a messenger came and told him that his father was dead, and asked Kudervo to come back and help bury him. But he would not come, and a little later he was told of the death of his brother, and then of his sister, and last of all of his mother. Still he refused to come to bury any of them. Only when the news of his mother's death reached him, he mourned that he had not been with her in her last moments, and bade the servants bury her with every possible honor and respect. Now as he neared the home of Untamo's tribe, he prayed to Uko to endow his sword with magic powers, so that Untamo and all his people might be surely slain. But Uko did as he had asked, and with the magic sword, Kulervo slew single-handed all Untamo's people and burned all their villages to ashes, leaving behind him only dead bodies and smoking ruins. Then he hastened home and found that it was only too true that all his family had died while he was away, and he went out to his mother's grave and wept over it. But as he wept, his mother spoke to him from the grave and bade him let their old dog lead him into the forest to the home of the wood nymphs who would care for him. So Kulervo set off, led by the faithful God. But on the way they came to the grassy mound, where Kularvo had met his long-lost sister, and there he found that even the grass and the flowers and the trees were weeping. Suddenly, overcome with sorrow, he drew forth his magic sword from out its scabbard, and bidding a last farewell to all the world, he thrust the handle firmly into the earth and threw himself upon the sword point, so that it pierced his heart, thus ended the evil life of Kularvo. They were all silent for a moment when the sad story of Kulervo's life and death was ended, and then Mimi said, I wish you'd tell us about nice men like Ilmarinen and Vainmoinen, Tapamiko. Kulervo was real hateful. Well then, I will tell you of what Ilmarinen did when he had lost his wife, the Rainbow Maiden. And the old man began. End of chapter 28